Hello, and welcome back to the Hustle Like a Stripper podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Allen, and today we're saying hello, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, and goodbye to anybody standing in your way of being the best motherfucking version of yourself. That means the healthiest, the wealthiest, the most business savvy and fulfilled version of yourself, babe. If it's you standing in your way, fuck you. If it's someone else, well, fuck them too. I've drunkenly stumbled through entrepreneurship so you don't have to. You're welcome. And apparently, I've also drunkenly stumbled through love so you don't have to. I'm a walking contradiction. I am a married stripper. I've always said I'm a walking contradiction. Libra life, can't decide, make up my mind. I'm on both ends of the spectrum. It's interesting, I'm a very shy and private, open and outward entrepreneur, and I'm a stripper, which is just funny. And I am the most in love person. I am in such a beautiful and amazing partnership, and we decided to file some paperwork and make it super official and make filing taxes even more difficult, right? (laughs) Y'all are going to want to treasure this episode because I don't talk about my relationship a lot. I don't think I've ever posted once about my relationship. And here's why. I'm super private about the love that I share and my personal relationships. When I tell my story and when I talk about the club or when I talk about my experiences in life, that doesn't feel as personal to me as an intimate and loving relationship. Like when I talk about the mistakes I've made or, you know, my business savvy or what I've learned in and out of the club or all the things I had to go through, like abusive relationships, whatever it may be, those things that happened to me or are a part of past me, they're, they don't feel as personal because it's the past. It's what happened before. But when I'm talking about the love of my life, my soulmate, and our relationship, that is the here and the now and always will be. So that feels a little bit more personal to me. But I wanted to share this with you guys today because as you know, I'm always just trying to show you what is possible in life and just give you an unconventional look at what a stripper's life and business is really like. And Maybe get you thinking outside the box and playing devil's advocate about something you thought you understood or someone you thought you understood, right? That just sounds like an oxymoron, a married stripper, right? Well, it is possible. So whether you are a badass female entrepreneur that wants to find love or you're a stripper that doesn't think there's anyone out there that will love or accept you for who you are and what you do, I want to tell you that everything is possible with the right person. And there is someone out there that wants to love and appreciate you for all that you are and will only inspire you to change for the better good of the world, of yourself, and for your relationship. Anything is possible. No matter what it is that you do, no matter who it is that you are, what you've gone through in your life, I believe that there is someone out there for you that will understand you and make you a better person. And I just wanted to get really real about my story and what I've gone through and what it's taken me to get here, guys. That's all I'm ever trying to do is to be relatable and honest and real raw McDude pants because, wow, I, if you would have told me a few years ago that I would be 22 years old, a business owner, building a brand, a stripper, all tatted up, tax paying, 
and married at 22 years old, I would have thought you were fucking batshit crazy. I would have thought you were insane. This seemed so impossible just a few short years ago, but with trusting and being on this wild and crazy journey and allowing myself to learn and grow, I've just built this beautiful life and taken on all of this responsibility and independence and build a beautiful life with someone I love. And it hasn't been easy. I guess we'll just start at the beginning. Um, I met the person that I'm with now probably, let's see, five years ago? Five or six years ago. And at the time, I was dating his best friend. And it was a really bad relationship. I talk on this very briefly because I I still, no matter what I went through, no matter what the relationship was like, I don't like to give too many details because it is still hard for me to talk about and also because I'm a very private person. It's hard for me to talk about things like that in depth because I am so private, which is so funny. But I actually started dating this person when I was underage. I was 17 years old and I had never had a like a serious boyfriend and he was older than me. He was, I think, 21 at the time, 22 at the time when we first got together. And I actually met my current husband in passing and he was actually engaged to someone else at the time. And he told me the one of the first things he said to my ex was, wow, she's really young what the fuck are you doing? Because I was. I was a junior in high school, and I was 17, dating a 22-year-old. And although I've always been mature for my age, I've always been savvy like that, I've always been that bitch, I was still clearly very young. And we met very briefly, and we went on with our lives, and we actually saw each other throughout the time, the two and a half years that I was with this guy, up until I was 19 years old. And we met a few times and had a great time together. I always felt a very strange pull to him. And we actually got very close due to something, something so terrible. My ex actually cheated on me and went to a cabin in North Carolina under false pretenses and fucked this girl (laughs) at this cabin. Um, I was actually working as a waitress at the time for New Year's and I couldn't make it. You know, I was stacking my money. I was saving up to buy a car. So excited. Like my first real car I was buying myself in cash. And he went there and told me he was going somewhere else. And I actually found out the day he got back because this girl uploaded this album of photos on Facebook. It was so embarrassing because all of my friends saw and they were wondering why the fuck I was cool with him being out there with this girl. I had no earthly idea. And one of my friends ended up telling me the day he came back, she was telling me that she I needed to come over because she was scared and just kind of lured me over there and was like, dude, I have to tell you something. This is crazy. And showed me the photos. And of course, I was devastated. I think I was 18 at the time. I was totally devastated being cheated on so blatantly and disrespectfully. And um, probably like a year after that, he went to go see the same girl again. And I found out that they were banging and 
talking very intimately. Like, I would have to struggle to get this ex to text me throughout the day while he was at work. And I saw that they were texting, like, all day long, very intimately. And I found that while he was gone. And I was just fucking furious. We had a very strange relationship. The sexual boundaries um, were not fair or tipped in my favor at all. He was basically allowed to go do whatever he wanted, and I wasn't allowed to do anything that I wanted unless it was a threesome where he was involved. So we had a very we had very strange parameters in our relationship, and I was under the thumb of an abuser, and I was incredibly manipulated to be a certain way and to agree to certain things. So this whole thing is very strange to even talk about because it's so far out of my life now, but that was my reality at the time. So he actually ended up missing his flight home, and he was in a different city, and he was begging me to come drive and see him. And at that time, I was in hair school. I was working, like, three jobs, and I'm like, I'm not coming to see you. Like, fuck you. No way. No way. You just cheated on me again. And in a different way because it was so intimate. Like, I found these very intimate conversations between the two of them when he never even would do half of that for me. So he said, well, why don't you call up this friend of mine? He'll drive you because his girl lives in this city. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess, I mean, whatever. Like, he, he always found a way to convince me to do what he wanted. So I went for it. And my, my now husband picked me up <laughs> and took me there. And we ended up having the best time. We didn't stop talking for like a three-hour car ride. And we had this electric chemistry between us. And I remember when we were both going our separate ways, we both were like, I don't want to leave. I, I don't want to leave. And I don't want to be with this other person. And it, it was just like very subtle. But we immediately felt that chemistry. And we ended up driving back together the next day. And that chemistry was just, like, off the chain. And from that point on, I always felt this pull to him. And we saw each other a few times after that. I think me and this this person were only together for another year after that. We saw each other. It was always platonic. But we always had this kind of closeness about us. So fast forward, yeah, probably, like, a year and a half after that incident, I ended up breaking up with that person and I was I was a, a mess in life I was 19 just about 20 years old and I had been on a wild goose chase of drugs and partying and alcohol and I had been going around the country and I didn't have a job at that time I just finished up hair school or was about to finish up hair school and I was just totally lost and I was starting to distance myself from the party lifestyle it's like I was emerging from a fog. Like I was emerging from this life that wasn't really my own. Like it was picked and sculpted for me and the vision of someone else and who they wanted me to be and how they wanted me to act. And it was really crazy after these formative years of my life, my junior year of high school to being 19, about 20 years old, and just coming out of it. And I ended up meeting this girl and we started dating, and it was definitely a rebound kind of thing. Um, it was a mess. We were together for a few months, and she was an incredibly sweet person, but we both wanted different things. I was not in any way ready to be with somebody, and she just wasn't the right person for me. And she 
was still like immature in certain ways and was very much looking for something totally different than I was. So it just, it wasn't aligned, but it was a great rebound. I learned a lot and she's an incredibly sweet person and we're still on good terms to this day. We're still cool. She's a great person. We're just totally two different people, right? I'm trying to figure out my way. I was just getting fresh off the heels of an abusive relationship. I hadn't had freedom in so long. And I was an alcoholic at that time, you know, just trying to find my way and and numb some of these feelings that were coming up. And a couple months after me and this girl started dating, probably like five months after we started dating, he, this, my future husband, he, (laughs) well, my now husband, future husband at that time, so weird to say this, he messaged me on Facebook and was like, hey, I just, I was thinking about you. Um, miss you a lot. You were always so easy to talk to. And I just want you to know that no matter what happened between you and your ex, I'm always going to be here for you. And I don't look at you any other different kind of way. And you'll always be the same beautiful person to me, like something really sweet like that. So we started talking and we, our, our friendship just reblossomed. And it turned out that at that point, even though we had been living in different cities and all over the place, we were living down the street from each other after probably like a year and a half of not seeing each other. And we just, it, we blossomed into this beautiful friendship and we were hanging out and it just kind of took off from there. I ended things with the girl that I was seeing and he ended things with the girl that he was seeing for a very long time, a very long relationship. And honestly, just we couldn't deny the feelings that we had. But at that point, I was not ready. I still was not ready to be with somebody. It was less than a year. It was less than a year since I was in an abusive relationship and I was so lost. I was 20 years old at this point. And I told him that I needed some time and I needed to figure out who I was without him or anybody else. So I ended up moving to the panhandle and living just this crazy life with all of these debaucherous adventures for probably four months. And when I finally decided that I was ready and ready to move on and come back and be an adult and face my shit, I ended up going back down to South Florida, where we're both from, and I was supposed to get on a flight back to the Panhandle. I had a job. I had a, you know, I had an apartment that I was staying in, and I just decided I wasn't coming back. And I was actually sitting at the airport. This is how fucking dramatic I am, guys. I was sitting at the airport, and I just decided that I didn't want to get on this plane, and I didn't care what the fuck I had to do. I just, I wanted to be with him. And it really, really just hit me at this point. I had spent so much time running and so much time trying to be who I thought I was supposed to be. Like I was working in a salon. I was working two jobs. I was trying to be independent. And it just wasn't working out because I wasn't with the person I was supposed to be with. But I was desperately trying to hold on to my independence and not give in to these feelings. And then I realized that I can have both. I can be myself. I can have my independence and live with someone I love. And it was such a snap decision, guys. I literally was sitting at the airport and my flight was delayed. I probably wasn't going to make it back on time. And I just decided, fuck it. I'm just leaving. And it was like a movie moment. I walked, <laughs> I walked out 
of the airport and had him come pick me up. By the way, he had driven an hour and a half to drop me off at this airport. And I called him after he had just made it home from an hour and a half drive. And I'm like, can you come pick me back up? Like, this is the type of shit I'd be doing, guys. Like, (laughs) And he came back to get me. And three weeks later, after a whirlwind, we moved into our house in Jacksonville, which we've been in for almost two years now. And that's when you know some shit is meant to be, right? Everything just kind of fell into place perfectly. And now we continue to blossom and grow together. And here we are, present day, present moment. And I'm 22 years old and married. I never thought that that was in my in my path or in my story. And here it is. And especially as a young woman who came from a broken heart and abuse and just so much uncertainty. And as a woman in the sex industry, being so happy and happily married, that is such a fascinating paradigm to me. It seems like it's impossible. Like it wouldn't even be possible. But here I am living it, showing y'all what's possible. That's just what I motherfucking do. So I like to think that I found love in a hopeless place. And I want you to know that it's possible for you too. No matter how flawed you think you are, no matter what happened to you in the past, I always love to say this, y'all know this is my favorite thing to say, it doesn't matter what happened before or who you once were, it's about what you're going to do next and who you're going to become as a result of everything that's happened. And it's funny because I've had to accept that if it weren't for the ex and the abuse and everything that I went through, there's a good chance that... I wouldn't be with this man that I love with every piece of me. That sucks. But that's the beautiful thing about life. There, There's so many little serendipities and synchronicities that come forward and make everything possible. So no matter what may be happening, if you feel like you're in the middle of a fucking twister, or if you've been hurt, or if you've gone through trauma understand that everything that you want is still possible for you because the man that I am with the married the man that I just married a few days ago is the perfect man for me and I never had to compromise on any parts of course we have our differences of course we're two very different people of course we have our own flaws and our own insecurities but this man it's literally like he was made for me And for those of you that may be in a relationship very young, or you are a young sex worker, a young stripper, a young female entrepreneur, and you are in love, you're getting married, or you are married, you can understand that you're still growing. You're growing in life, you're growing in love, you're growing in business. And that has been such a beautiful part of being young and being in a committed relationship and being married is that as you grow, you're also growing in love and you're growing in your relationship. And it does take a lot of work. Don't get me wrong. But it's such a beautiful thing to have a companion and someone to grow with as you grow in life and as you grow your business and as you grow as a person. It truly is a beautiful thing and I wouldn't change it for the world. Is it scary? Yes. Have I made a lot of mistakes? Yes. Is it hard to balance the industry and the work that I do with a relationship, it has been in the past, but now, no, it's actually not as hard as you may think. Because I am incredibly honest 
and I'm incredibly transparent about what I do. Um, my man pretty much knows everything that goes on at work or what goes on with my regulars. We have a monogamous relationship that works for us. Um, I don't do sexual favors or sexual things with my clients. Um, it's strictly like entertainment and platonic. You know, I talk to regulars off the clock. I text them, but it is always platonic and professional. And because I've always been honest and transparent about who I am and what I do and the industry, there isn't really a secret. You know, it's not secretive or mysterious or something to be insecure about because I've always been very forthcoming about it. So my ladies that are in this industry, if you are with somebody and you have conflicts or you are concerned about getting with somebody and there being conflicts, understand that it's the golden rule. Honesty is the best policy. And the more transparent you are about the industry and what you do and how it is, the less mysteriousness is involved and the more trusting your partner can be of you because of that honesty. You don't have anything to hide. It's just like any other job, right? So as long as you're honest and you set boundaries that work for both of you, there's no reason why you can't thrive in a relationship or be in a committed relationship as a stripper. Like one of the things that my man was not okay with was me doing full nude. He's like, that just feels like a step too far for me. I'm okay with topless, but full nude just, it, like, it makes me uncomfortable. That's my last fucking straw. No. And I haven't done full nude. Never have. I didn't really ever want to, but because he expressed that that was something he would not be comfortable or really okay with, I didn't do it. So having that respect and having the open dialogue and being honest about the feelings, that's just the key. I've gone out to dinner or, you know, spent time with men platonically on, I guess you could call it dates, but not really. There's a transaction involved. And I've been honest about that. Because as we've grown and matured in our relationship and the more honest and transparent I've been about the industry and the work I do, my man knows that there's nothing to worry about. There's a transaction involved. It is work. I'm providing a service. And that takes a lot of maturity on your man's part. It will take a lot of maturity for a man to understand this. But the more honesty that is involved and I guess the more time, because it does just take some getting used to. He used to be very insecure. He used to be very unsure, but that was because we were also insecure and unsure just in ourselves and our relationship. So as we've grown together and as I've grown in my business and in my honesty and in our love, everything else grows as a result. So now it's easier than ever. I can be honest about what I do, where I go, the money that I make, what whatever it is. And you know, your your boundaries and your, you know, both of y'all, your non-negotiables may be totally different. You might not be in a monogamous relationship. You might do other things. You might have different boundaries. It doesn't really matter as long as you're honest and you both are happy. Honesty is truly just the motherfucking key. Y'all know I like to keep it real raw McDude pants and I am an unconventional ass little bitch. And this is something totally unexpected and something I didn't expect either that I am so unexcited by the attention from others, like other men due to my job. I, I don't, there's not this mysteriousness about what's out there. Because a lot of times, like in your relationship, you, you, you wonder what's out there. You kind of get excited at the prospect of meeting new people or flirting with people or 
you know, you, you may get bored or stale in your relationship because you're like, oh, I wonder what's out there. Wouldn't it be so much fun if I could just go out and see? But being in the industry, it's actually given me a leg up on that whole concept. Because I get so much attention from men and I see what's out there and I see what it's like, the glitz and the excitement of a new person and a new night and the uncertainty and everything, like the like meeting strangers and the sexiness of it all. Because that's such a normal part of my life and my job, I'm very unexcited by that. And it's actually made me more shy. It's made me want to cover up more when I'm out in public and I'm a little more introverted around people and men just in my day-to-day life because of my job. And, you know, strippers are often stereotyped to be promiscuous or out there, whatever. It's just not true for me. And I'm sure my stripper babes can relate. It makes me more introverted and shy when I'm not on the clock because it's like that's become my work persona. The the sexy, seductress, scantily clad woman, flirtatious and whatever it may be, that's like my work persona. And when I'm off the clock, I'm just more introverted, cover up more, and I'm not excited by attention anymore because I know what men are thinking, right? Like being in the club for close to three years, seeing how men act or how they see me or how I'm perceived and what they want from me. I realize truly just the the shallowness of being desired by others and being an object of, of desire for men. I see how shallow it is. Like, they don't know anything about me. They don't know my, my quirks or my insecurities or how I'm anxious or how I love to write or, you know, all of these beautiful things about me that are so much more interesting than how I look or how good I might be at fucking or how, what a good fuck I'd be or what I look like bent over. It's such a shallow concept and understanding what men want from me usually or how they perceive me just seeing me walk down the street. It doesn't excite me because the love and the understanding and the intimacy in my relationship is so much more fulfilling to me than someone wanting to fuck me. Like someone just seeing me on the street or seeing me in the supermarket and thinking, damn, she's got a nice ass. Like that doesn't excite me anymore. It doesn't really fulfill me. What fulfills me is being in such a like amazing, loving partnership with two people that have chosen to spend their lives together. And that sounds fucking... <laughs> that sounds so cheesy. It really does. And I bet you weren't fucking expecting this from a stripper. But it's real. That's the truth. That's my honest-to-God, real raw McDude pants truth. Marinate on that for a minute. Holy shit. What a concept, right? Yeah. You know, strippers are seen as being promiscuous and crazy, and you must be of loose morals. But it's funny. The more that I strip and the more that I'm exposed to and the more experience I gather from dancing and being in the industry... The more introverted and protective I get of my body and of my sexuality and the more that I am exposed to these sad and unfulfilled men or women in their relationships and their lives, it's making my relationship stronger because I see the real sad possibilities of what happens when people aren't honest, transparent or true to themselves and the ones they love. 
men come into the strip club usually because they're not getting the attention that they need at home. They're not getting the love and the intimacy and the understanding. They're bored. They're not stimulated. They're not being true about what they want out of their life or from sex or relationships. You know, they're, they're, they feel trapped in mundane life because it's not what they expected or they, they no longer appreciate what they have or or where they've been, or what they've been through with this person, because they're bored, because they think that there's something better out there. When there's not, it's just a fantasy. It's the fantasy and the glitz and the excitement of getting to know someone new that's sexy and attractive, and you and you don't know them well, and it's not the same person you wake up with every day that you've had kids with and you've been married to for 10 years. It's a fantasy. And you know, fantasy, it's fun to dip your toes into that every once in a while, but it's really important to remember, fantasy is not reality. And unfortunately, we're living in reality, or what we perceive to be reality. I don't know if any of this is real. It could definitely be fake, but I'm just, <laughs> for all intents and purposes, we are living in reality. So getting to see how people become maniacally engrossed in fantasy in order to escape reality, it used to cause me great distress and insecurity in my relationship, but now it actually has made my relationship stronger. It makes me want to keep my bond strong and sacred. It makes me want to spend quality time with the person I love. It makes me want to respect his space. It makes me want to respect his wishes and his desires and be open and transparent and honest and loving and expressive. It makes me want to put more time and more love and more intimacy into our relationship because I see what happens when people neglect that. When they neglect their love, when they neglect their truth, when they become bored with their lives because they don't actually want to put the work in and the intimacy in that it takes to cultivate a beautiful, loving relationship and a beautiful life full of passion, it makes me want to work harder because I see the sad-ass reality that people allow into their lives because they don't want to put the work in. They want the instant gratification. They want the sexy fantasy. I see that. And it makes me more passionate about keeping the love that I have close and sacred and loving. It's funny. You really wouldn't expect this from being in the sex industry. And you know, a lot of people don't see it this way. But that's exactly why I do what I do and I talk about the things that I talk about because I am unconventional, because I see things in a different way. And if I can inspire you to see your circumstances and your life and your job and your love a different way, then I'm doing everything that I was put here to do. It's all about how you perceive. You could just be sad about what you've experienced or you could just be sad about what you see in the club or in life or in other people's relationships or... You can choose to learn from that, and you can choose to let it fuel and fire you up to be more passionate, more loving, and more truthful and transparent. It's all up to you. And yes, I've been through terrible situations. I've made so many mistakes. I've been abused. I've just, all this awful shit has happened, but it's happened, and it's made me who I am. And without all of that, none of this would be possible. I don't know if I'd have the same passion. I don't know if I'd be married to the man of my dreams. It's all about perception, and I choose to perceive it as a miracle and as a divine lesson, as a growing period that has just made me blossom. 
how are you going to choose to perceive your life, your job, the industry, your industry, whatever industry you're in, your life, your love? It's all up to you, babe. You hold the key and you have the motherfucking power. It's all up to you. I'm just out here trying to show you what's possible. You don't have to choose. You can be both. You can be sexy and shy. You can be a stripper and be married. You can be a badass independent babe and still be traditional. There are no limits except the one that you put on yourself. I know I have friends and family members that are looking at me sideways as fuck because of what I do and how I show up in the world. And I'm sure there's people judging me, close friends, family, or even people I don't know that are thinking, wow, yeah, that'll last. Right. (laughs) Stripper and married, that's funny. Well, I can't, I can't do anything about that. That that is what it is. But what I can do, what I can control is the love and the passion that I create in my relationship, in my career, in my business, and in my perception. Remember that. It's all up to you, Luscious Babe. I love you so goddamn much. Thanks for sticking with me as I walked you through the craziness that is my life and my relationship. (laughs) Thank you for letting me be the voice in your headphones, in your speakers, and coming along with me for this journey. I love you so goddamn much, Luscious Babe. Go out there and motherfucking kill it. Show some love out there in the world today. (laughs) I'll see you next time. This episode brought to you in part by the ultimate guidebook for strippers and female entrepreneurs at any stage of their careers or businesses. Whether you're a newbie or been around the block so many times you've forgotten your address, cultivate and perfect your money mindset, sharpen your sales strategy, and much, much more. The Hustlin' Honey's Handbook. It's available now. Only at LusciousLifestyleByLauren.com If you can't spell Luscious, look it up. Also, additional music provided by recording artist and producer Savak. Music available on all major streaming services. But if you'd like to find out how to get a theme song of your very own, feel free to reach out at Seriously Savak on Twitter and Instagram. This has been the Hustle Like a Stripper podcast. 